Welcome to a special edition of StarCast from Planet Waves. Today is the 22nd of February 2022, and this special supplement is a discussion of the trucker convoy chart. Uh, The United States People's Convoy of Truck Drivers departs from Atalanto, California at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Wednesday, the 23rd. That is very soon. The background here is that a few weeks ago, a trucker's convoy began in Canada with truck drivers all over uh, from all the provinces doing two things. One, converging on Ottawa, and then the second, uh, placing block strategic blockades at things like border crossings and, uh, and important uh, traffic conduits. What they have been objecting to is the mandatory use of anything, any mandatory requirements, particularly vaccine requirements. Now, notably, most of the truck drivers had voluntarily, or at least on some terms, uh, gotten injected with the so-called COVID vaccine. What they're objecting to are mandates. The, the idea here is that to make something like an experimental medical procedure Mandatory is not something that's supposed to happen in a free country and certainly not one that has signed the Nuremberg Treaty, which forbids the use of experimental medical products or medical experimentation on unknowing and unwilling people. So uh, lest anyone think that this is some kind of a trivial thing or a bunch of uh, Trump supporters uh, or as Justin Trudeau tried to claim a week and a half ago that uh, all the people blockading uh, Ottawa were transphobes, homophobes, racists, uh, anti-what, you know, uh, people. Uh, No, this is actually about people wanting to be able to make their own medical choices. So uh, the idea of a convoy, of course, made it south of the border to the United States and a convoy was organized. Uh, I don't know many of the details on that. Uh, I have seen the route. They're going to take the southerly route that I guess goes through like uh, New Mexico and uh, places like that um, and then heads uh, east to Washington, D.C., where they are planning to converge. I'm sure that other convoys will begin in different parts of the country and then meet up and uh, they, they get to Washington right around the time of this um, incredible hotspot in the astrology. I don't know the exact date that they're planned to get there, and I don't have that window open right now. Uh, but it's important to know that uh, a chart is a uh, a chart for the time that it's cast, but the way that you read the chart is you follow the aspects as they develop, generally speaking, within the span of the moon's time in one sign. So that's usually the shelf life of a chart, though there are, of course, special occasions like 9-11, the Kennedy assassination, and so forth, where the chart can have an impact for many years. All of that said, uh, we cast a chart for uh, Wednesday the 23rd at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We get a chart with Taurus rising. Taurus rising means that 
uh, that sorry, Scorpio is on the seventh house. And so the horizon angles, the first house and the seventh house, the topic at hand and then the environment in which it is happening uh, or the self other polarity or whatever you uh, like is covered by uh, Taurus and Scorpio. Taurus and Scorpio tell us to look to Venus and Mars, respectively. Venus rules the ascendant, Mars rules the seventh house. There's a lot of contact in this chart because the ruler of the ascendant is approaching Mars, the ruler of the descendant. So there is, uh, there, 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 this is a live, active, happening chart. Now, uh, what is interesting is that the rulers of the first and the seventh show up in the ninth house of the chart. That's perfectly suited for long distance travel. And in addition, the uh, and, and, oh, and the litigating of, uh, of of various ideologies and the challenging of the government. Where do they meet? Well, they meet in the ninth house, but they meet in the sign Capricorn. Uh, so they're going to travel a long distance ninth house to get to the government Capricorn. If you uh, haven't noticed by now, what I'm really doing here is I'm testing the chart for radicality. I'm checking to see whether this chart in any way describes the thing that it's supposed to be about. That's the first thing you do with any chart, particularly a mundane chart, but also a natal chart, is you say, oh, that's interesting. How does that describe that? Oh, I have the moon in the third house. How does that describe me? Okay, so, uh, but with a, with a mundane chart, as opposed to a natal chart, you want to really do a check and make sure that this thing fits the scene. And so far, so good. We've got uh, the, the, the signs that are connected with Venus and Mars hot on the first and the seventh houses. We've got Venus and Mars meeting up in a long conjunction in Capricorn, which follows through in March into Aquarius, and Venus and Mars are going to make conjunctions to Pluto. So what that is saying is that this thing is going to end very differently than it began. It does not mean it's going to end badly. In fact, it may end very well. It may end uh, very large. Pluto can bring in the millions. Pluto gets people's attention. And what is so important about Pluto right now is that Pluto is right at the point of the United States return of Pluto to its natal position. That was exact for the first time uh, two days ago on Sunday the 20th if you use uh, the the Sibley chart uh, about 510 in the afternoon on, on July 4, 1776. So we're in the U.S. Pluto return. I've been talking about this nonstop, writing about it nonstop for a couple of years. And what that is saying is that all roads in this chart, as uh, do many other charts, point to Pluto. And Pluto is synonymous with the Pluto of the United States of America. So whatever is happening right now is big, it is historic, and it is magnified by the considerable power and influence of Pluto, which can really bring uh, the, the, the message to the millions. And the, the trucker convoy in Canada was extremely effective. It got a real rise out of, uh, out of the people in power. In fact, Justin Trudeau declared martial law. He invoked the War Powers Act, and that was approved by the House of Commons on Tuesday. So Canada is apparently on its way to martial law. And you may say, why, why is it a good thing then? Well, 
they were able to call attention of the entire world to issues that are developing in Canada and, in fact, in in the rest of the world. And it seems of all the countries uh, on the planet, Australia and Canada uh, are pretty much uh, taking it the uh, or being getting the tyranny dished out the hardest because they have weak governments. They're uh, they're till very recently were uh, I, f- I forget what you know part part of the British Empire basically protectorates or some other thing like that. They've got the Queen on their uh, on their currency, so they've got the <laughs> they've still got the hereditary ruler of another country on their currency. They are not independent countries. Okay, so now let's consider what's going on with the moon. Uh, this is <clears throat> should be the first thing checked. I kind of jump right into Venus and Mars. So uh, the moon is in Sagittarius. Uh, that is an upbeat, positive moon. It also argues that this chart is valid because the Sag moon wants to go places. Anything Sag wants to go places. And so uh, this chart is definitely going places. When we track the aspects of the moon, which is very important in a mundane chart, once you've got your test of radicality, once you have a sense this chart really is about the thing that you're talking about. And by the way, to make that judgment, you must be honest and you must be able to argue both sides of the case. Uh, You check the moon and its position, and then what it's doing uh, as this unfolds. So what's interesting is this convoy begins with the moon in the third degree of Sag. There's 30 degrees in Sag. That's a long way to go. So we know that we've got uh, a a ball that is in play. Uh, This is not, you know, like having the, you know, bases loaded with two strikes and three balls. This is the beginning of of what looks like it's going to be a very interesting inning. Fortunately, the moon's first aspect is to Pallas Athene, the asteroid goddess of law, of politics, and most importantly, of strategy and strategic thinking. So we've got that opening right there. The next thing that the moon does is it makes a square to the sun. Now, in classical horary, asteroids don't count. So the moon's next aspect, according to the classical rules, is moon square sun. And I always remember one of the things that my uh, teacher, David Arner, had a couple of guys named David be my early teachers. Dave Arner was a, and is a, a local a lo- local astrologer, but very erudite, well-versed, and, and well-read. And he handed me a couple of gems along the way. And one of them was in a horary chart, or in this case, a mundane uh, event chart, moon square sun. That's a good thing. So we've got the moon, moon applying to sun, right? You want... If you see the moon applying to the sun, you know you're basically looking at some kind of a constructive or positive outcome. Um, in some ways, regardless of what's going on in the, in the rest of the chart, but that is certainly interesting because there's a lot going on and, and there's enough uh, going on in the late degrees to keep this chart interesting for a while, though there will be lots of twists and turns and everyone involved is going to go through a kind of a transformation. And we have yet to see uh, what this is actually going to bring. But who doesn't love truck drivers and who doesn't know that all of their food is delivered by truck? And hey, while we're at it, who doesn't love the fact that a bunch of white guys are finally being given a place in society to do the thing that we expect our men to do, which is to defend 
society. Yes, that's right. All men, me, Pisces, cancerizing, mama's boy, Quaker, uh, I expect that I will be called at any time and often have been to defend society. So all men are conditioned to be ready to pick up a rifle and go to the front lines. And by the way, they are rounding up men in the Ukraine right now and bringing them to the front lines. We have that from on the ground in the Ukraine. Here, at least in the United States, the uh, the men who are taking it upon themselves to protect and defend society are going to do so by driving their trucks across the country, and, hey, communicating on their CB radios, which rarely happens, at least in my part of the country. So if you want to have some fun and you've got this convoy going by, get yourself a CB radio or dust yours off and turn it on. Okay, so moon, uh, moon trine, palace, Athene, that's nice and strategic. Moon, square, sun, that's a good thing. And then moon, square, Jupiter. This is going to blow up very big, very fast. And there's going to be very nasty things said about these guys. And I think like Trudeau is doing, they're going to drag every possible insult of a white guy out of the, uh, out of the, out of the, uh, the, the rap sheet and uh, accuse them of, of, of being all kinds of mean, nasty, horrible things, borrowing a couple of <laughs> lines from um, Alice's Restaurant. So um, it'll be moon. So we get to moon square Jupiter, moon square Nessus. That's where I'm getting all the mean, nasty, horrible things. Then comes moon square Neptune. That's That will kind of be a test of truth of this whole thing. The, the the question really lately is how many people can you fool some of the time and how many people can you fool all of the time? If, if, we, if we have this quote correct, Abe Lincoln famously said, you cannot fool all the people all the time. And that's what this whole campaign has been an effort to do. However, it has failed miserably as such, but we will get this test at some point once we go through the everything's clean and green, good buddy, to, wow, this is a big deal. Those are a bunch of racist, Trump-supporting, Islamophobic, Mexican haters uh, phase of things, and then through the general blurry delirium of Sag Moon Square Pisces, uh, Neptune. Can you feel that moon square Neptune? It's, it's kind of like, um, the doing the awkward cannonball jump into the shallow end of the pool. We get to the last aspect in this whole sequence, skipping a few over here, which is moon trine Eris. So this whole enterprise ends with a positive, flowing, easygoing encounter with the goddess of chaos and discord. So this is going to be an exciting thing. Uh, there's going to be news coming out of this every day. I think um, nearly all of us are sick of being lied to. I know um, I get some people from letters from people who like, why aren't you lying to me? Please lie to me more. Why don't your lies agree with the lies of the New York Times and stuff like that? Well, come on. Most of us are really freaking sick of, uh, of, of having this uh, plastic bag put over our heads and having Q-tips shoved up our noses. And so-called vaccines, the decrease in efficacy with each subsequent one, what are we going to go to, like, insulin pump? 
COVID shots, please. Not happening. And if I haven't said so before, do yourself a favor. Look into this thing before you take any more injections. There's a lot to learn. Check openvares.com. O-P-E-N-V-A-E-R-S dot com. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you on Friday with a new edition of Planet Waves FM. And bye for now. <laughs>